It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. Welcome back, everybody, to Decal Download. I'm Rich Griffin, Chief Communications Officer here at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning, as always, with Commissioner Amy Jacobs. Don't look now, but the holiday season is here. Thanksgiving coming up, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, all about three weeks away. And Commissioner, on this episode of Decal Download, we're making a list, checking it twice, trying to get everybody ready for the fun and festivities. Absolutely. The holidays are such a fun time to be with family and friends and a good time to kick off a Decal Download holiday podcast. It's here and we are ready to go we're hanging the decorations here in the studio it's a great festive uh, atmosphere we're going to be featuring comments from several of our decal team asking what's your favorite holiday tradition and what's your new year's resolution for 2020 we're also joined here in the studio by decal nutrition health educator diana myers who's going to help us survive all those holiday parties and the office treats that keep coming uh, at us constantly this time of year. Diana, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, So, Commissioner, let's lead off with you. What's your favorite holiday tradition? So I have small children, and um, every year we go see Santa at Lenox Mall. We, We skip the Phipps Plaza reservation in April for December. We go to Santa Claus at Lenox Square on a work night because there's no line. We ride the pink pig, and then we go eat cheeseburgers. Ah. That's our tradition. We do. It. My parents come with us, and that's our tradition. And we do it during the week, so we don't have to wait in line. Yeah, <laughs> love it. We've talked about the pink pig yeah. on this podcast before. It's different than the old school pink pig. It is. It's but not it's as good, special. but it's still it's still an Atlanta tradition it's that I remember tradition. from growing up. So yeah, we do that every year. All right, so. People are kind of, you know, what we found is a lot of people don't make New Year's resolutions anymore because I think they've given in to the fact they're probably going to break them around February. (laughs) Um, But do you make New Year's resolutions? I don't usually make New Year's resolutions Mm -hmm. um, because of that fact. I usually Mm -hmm. don't stick to it very long. Yeah. So, no, I don't have any resolutions for 2020. A lot of people coming up that we're going to listen to kind of better person than I was last year. Yeah, sure. You You always try to be every day. Every day, that's (laughs) it. Try to be a better person. Right. Be kind. Yeah, exactly. Diana, how about you? So my favorite holiday traditions growing up, we used to, of course, bake our traditional cookies and put them on the chimney for Santa. Mm -hmm. But then we would also line a plate with carrots and we'd have one special carrot with a little bit of peanut butter at the end and a red M&M for Rudolph. And we would come down in the morning and be like, oh, my gosh, the carrots are gone. The cookies are gone. And it was super exciting. Yeah. You know, as as the dad that used to drink the milk and eat the cookies, <laughs> so it looked legit, uh, that was always kind of fun. We had, uh, you know, we, we used to have three Christmases because we would do um, Christmas Eve with um, my parents. We would do Christmas morning with our kids, and then we went to my wife's parents and did it all over again, the big meal and gifts again. So my girls grew up thinking there were three right. shots. It's a pretty good yeah. present. So if they didn't get it Christmas Eve, it was like, oh, it's coming. Tomorrow. <laughs> you know, so you never knew exactly. And I'm kind of like you guys on New Year's resolutions. I, I've sort of given up on those a little bit. But it's exciting to kind of have a clean slate. And I'm one of those people that keeps a planner. I like a, uh, you know something you can hold in your hand. I love getting the new calendar and the new planner. <laughs> 
for everything that's ahead and then wondering how I'm going to be filling those pages up, you know, uh, in the coming year. So our interns took the decal download microphones all around our offices here on Capitol Hill, Twin Towers, the Ag Building, uh, came back with uh, some great responses. Let's listen. Jennifer Waters in the Quality Innovations and Partnerships Division, and my favorite holiday tradition is going to candlelight service on Christmas Eve and cooking homemade cinnamon rolls for Christmas breakfast. My resolution for 2020 is to eat healthier, but obviously this won't start until after my Christmas cinnamon rolls. My name is Maya Teague. I work in Quip. My favorite holiday tradition are ugly Christmas sweater contest and my New Year's resolution is to continue working out. My name is Melvia Urshery. I am within the finance division budget. My favorite Christmas or holiday tradition within Christmas is getting together with my family and enjoying my spare time. My New Year's resolution is just to be a better person. Hi, my name is Naomi Fletcher. I'm a CAPS intern this year. My favorite two holiday traditions are one, having my ham, macaroni and cheese, sweet potatoes and greens all come together on the plate to have the juices touch each other. And my second one is to wear fresh pajamas on Christmas morning. My New Year's resolution is to be better than I was the year before. My name is Patricia Beverly. I'm with Child Care Services Division. My favorite holiday tradition is the friendly neighborhood competition. We have um, yard decorating and house decorating competitions. I always win. But anyway, my New Year's resolution would be to just be a healthier, happier me. My name is Stephanie. I'm the Quip intern this fall. My favorite Christmas tradition would be decorating the tree with my whole family. We do it every year. And my New Year's resolution is to find a full-time job. Hi, I'm Steve Mayer in the IT division at DECAL. And my favorite holiday tradition is watching the grandchildren decorate the grandchild Christmas tree, which is a five-foot Christmas tree that uh, is in the room that they sleep in when they are at our house. Uh, the tradition is to let them decorate it and the adults just watch. Uh, my resolution for 2020 is to be a, a better godly role model and inspiration for them as they grow up. Hi, I'm Corey Dickens. I work in the legal division and my favorite holiday tradition is Elf on the Shelf. My son named his elf Ollie and he loves getting up every morning and looking for Ollie and it's always a challenge to find new places for Ollie to appear. A lot of people may not know this but Elf on the Shelf is a uh, Marietta based company and my niece works for them. So how much better can that be? My resolution for 2020 is not to make any resolutions because I always break them. I just want to have life goals. Um, I wish everyone a happy and safe holiday season. Hello, my name is Dave Mahal. I'm a communications intern. My favorite holiday tradition is listening to Christmas music in the mall. Happy holidays. Happy Holidays to And my New Year's resolution is to be as bomb as I was the year before.
All right. Thanks to everyone for sharing their comments with us. We hope you enjoy all those great traditions with your family and friends and that your New Year's wishes for 2020 come true. Those are some great comments all together. Did you have a favorite? I did. Yeah. I like David's because he yeah. said he was going to be the bomb, which means gnarly, fantastic, amazing, awesome. So he's just going to have a fantastic year this upcoming year. Well, we hope that for Good David for, for sure. How and I like Steve Mayer's tradition of the grandchildren's tree in the room where they oh, sleep. Yeah. I thought that was sweet. That Let was them decorate nice. it and the adults are hands off. See, y'all remembered names. I can't remember who said this, but the idea of cinnamon rolls. Jennifer. Jennifer. Yes. Uh, cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. I think any like day is good rolls. for cinnamon rolls. We like yeah. cinnamon rolls. Oh, that's yeah. fine. better. But than Diana's going to tell us <laughs> yeah. how we can eat those cinnamon rolls in moderation. That's Absolutely. a great segue, actually. Yes, yes. It is. go ahead. So, Diana, we are talking about the holidays, and as Jennifer brought up and Red brought up, we know food plays a major part. So, from the big meals to the parties to the snacks to the cookies, which are my favorite part, mm. is it really possible to enjoy the holidays and still eat and drink healthy? Absolutely. And I'm going to give you all some 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 paradigm shifts, some perception shifts that will help you think deeper through the holidays. Okay. I know you've done a lot of research into this sort of thing and come up with the four P's of mindful eating. So, Diane, if you don't mind, I want you to walk us through the four P's. Number one, pay attention to your plate and your pint. Yes. So one thing I'll say is it's it's very common that I hear people say we're going to skip meals during the day and get to that big meal. Mm-hmm. But what you don't may not realize is when you skip those meals, you actually eat, end up eating even more than you would have originally. So starting off with some healthy snacks in the middle of the day before you sit down at your holiday meal, pairing some complex carbohydrates. So that could be some whole grains with a protein and unsaturated fat during the day. So that could be apple slices with peanut butter, whole wheat pita with a piece of cheese and a piece of turkey, something simple that may not fill you up as much as you typically do, but still provides you that nutrients throughout the day. And going from there, it's so traditional that we walk into the house and we hug family and friends, and then we go and we sit around the appetizer table (laughs) and we talk and we catch up and we mindlessly pop all those snacks inside, you know, inside our mouth and keep talking. And we're not really thinking about what we're putting in. We can be saving those calories for the dinner table. So considering where you're positioning yourself when you're having those conversations. Also, think about the items that you don't eat year round. So whether it be your, you know, Grandma Peabody's favorite pumpkin pie or sweet potato casserole or your traditional collard greens that you have at at the table, picking and choosing those things over the things that you can eat on a regular basis. You know, those special traditional meals that we all picture on our plate. And lastly, prioritize your plants. Think about eating your plants first. So that's your fruits and your vegetables, filling up your plate halfway first with those fruits and vegetables, specifically ones that have less heavy cream in them. So more of your roasted vegetables, your roasted Brussels sprouts, roasted green beans, those types of things, filling up your plate ahead of time. Because when you fill up your plate with the fiber, it actually eases your digestion and helps to ease that post-meal slump. Mm. Good suggestion. So what about portion sizes key? Yes, this is a big one. So one of the biggest tips I always say is monitor the line ahead of time. So walk around the food table, see what there is, because it's so easy to quickly fill up and put a big old spoonful. And by the end of it, you haven't even gotten half the food. Mm -hmm. So look at it and prioritize your favorite ones. Get a taste of it. So getting just a small spoonful of everything and only choosing the things that you really love. 
And also one easy tip to think about portion sizes is when you look at the palm of your hand, a portion size of protein is the palm of your hand. Okay. A portion size of fruits and vegetables is a fist worth of your hand. A portion size of carbohydrates mm -hmm. is a cupped hand. So when you cut the hand. Okay. And a portion size of fat is just the tip of your thumb. So thinking about that in portion size, and I know it's what not is realistic. What portion size for a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's not realistic to follow this. So being kind in yourself, being, you know, being gentle with yourself and realizing this is a special time of the year. And how do you want to prioritize this? That makes mm. sense. I like this one. Press pause. Yes. Slowing down. You know, we, we think about the things that we love. But how fast are we eating those things? Are we actually enjoying them and savoring the flavors and, you know, soaking in that bite of that sweet potato casserole? And also considering at the end of the meal when you finish your plate, how quick it is you are to get up and get seconds on mm -hmm. your plate. It takes about 20 minutes for our brain to recognize that we're actually full. And so take some time, enjoy the time around the table with family, friends, whoever you choose to be around at that time, soak in that time. And then if you're still feeling full after about 20 minutes, go back and get a smaller portion of what you're really interested in. A lot of times we're thinking about seconds as we're getting Absolutely. our first. <laughs> yes. you know? So that's so probably. Give, give it 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay. 20 minutes. So the final P, practice listening to your body. Yes. So as you're eating, how are you feeling? Have you filled up on appetizers prior to even getting to the dinner table? How hungry are you? Are you enjoying the food that you're eating? Because if you're just stuffing it down because you, you know, want to finish your plate with it, you may not actually be enjoying it and maybe save that one to the side. And also, I'm going to throw in another uh, P within this one is physical activity. Mm -hmm. So when you have physical activity, going on a walk after a meal, playing some flag football in the beginning of the day, having a family tournament, um, putting on some music and dancing around the house and getting that physical activity in. So our, basically what happens is our blood sugars restabilize because we're working our muscles within that. So it's a really great way to eliminate that post-meal slump. And that's a lot of fun with the family. So it's mm -hmm. not like you're taking away from why you're there in the first place, just out tossing the football or going on a nice walk or hike or something. So good idea. Um, are there healthier choices for the holiday meals we're going to be making? Um, maybe more proteins, fresh vegetables versus, and I love casseroles, but versus casseroles and a lot of bread. Yes. So I'll give a couple of tips of how to how to transition some of those things and how to add some sneaky okay. vegetables into You're there. not going to say kale dressing or anything <laughs> like that. Okay. No. I just, just wanted to make sure going in. So one thing that we do is um, we actually do mashed potatoes where we steam cauliflower and we yes. steam the potatoes. Yes. And we blend that in together. And my family never notices yeah. a difference. I, I'm a huge believer in that. Um, mashed cauliflower, if done right, yeah, it's good. I like you it tastes like something between mashed potatoes and like grits, if you like grits. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I like that too. Yeah, and it's those simple things that we're not even thinking about it. We're mm -hmm. still sneaking in those healthier things. And spice it up and yeah. Yep, That's great. exactly. And then also thinking about sweet potato casseroles. It's traditional mm. put marshmallows on top of them, but maybe you save that choice for the whipped cream on top of your pumpkin pie and replace the marshmallows with some toasted walnuts or a toasted nut mixture instead. So thinking about replacing those things. I also always like to bring some batch of roasted vegetables. So whether that be roasted Brussels sprouts or roasted green beans, but that way I can control what type of vegetables I'm getting. So it's not the heavy cream vegetables within that. So preparing the meals that you're bringing to your family dinner as well. Mm-hmm. 
So again, back to you're walking in, maybe, maybe you make some healthy dishes because it's always kind of a potluck sort of thing. Everybody's bringing something. Um, just be careful with the other, quote, bad stuff, I guess, in moderation, small mm-hmm. amounts, eat it slowly. Those are some good ideas, right? I think it's all yeah. very doable. I like I like your point about kind of look and see what's available mm-hmm. so you know what you really want to splurge on, right? And don't fill up on Stuff the, that you may the not cheese love. platter. Right, yeah. exactly. Well, and yeah. we go Plan to so ahead, many... right? Yeah. Exactly. All right, before we wrap, I just want to know from the commissioner here, what are you go looking forward to at these Thanksgiving Christmas meals? Dressing. Yeah. 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 My mom's dressing, which she, she, she does really not good. have. Oh, yeah, she doesn't have a recipe, um, but that's no one makes dressing like my mom. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not stuffing, it's dressing. Oh, it's in the, yeah. yeah. Where we live, it's dressing, <laughs> dressing. everybody. <laughs> Diana, how about you? Well, actually, uh, now that you talk about dressing, my friend, we just had a Friendsgiving, and my friend made her first batch of vegan dressing, and it had lentils and bread and everything like that in it. So added that extra healthier thing, but still tasted like my usual dressing that I had. That's good. I'm going to throw in, I love dressing, too. Uh, But we found a recipe for a corn green bean casserole that is unbelievable. And it is, even with kids, it is like second runner-up, very close, you know, uh, photo finish at the finish line, right behind dressing. I've heard you talk about that. I really, yeah. I do want to try that. I've got to bring it in because I'm telling you, I've done covered dish things. And there's nothing worse than going home with a covered dish yeah. that's still so about full. half full. You, yep. you try not to take it personally, but you can't help but take it personally. The corn green bean casserole, and I know that combination sounds gross, but there are... <laughs> Uh, it's not – take your idea of a green bean casserole and throw it out the window because <laughs> this is uh, French green beans, and it's terrific. Anyway, uh, I'll Can I add one more yeah, favorite sure. one? Please. So I forgot to mention that my favorite thing ever on Thanksgiving is pumpkin pie, and we have a tradition that we have a quote-unquote pie elf who always in the morning of Thanksgiving, we have two pumpkin pies – who seems to eat one bite out of the very center <laughs> of the pumpkin pie mm-hmm. and strategically it goes around the edge of it. We don't know who it is or where they came from, but we always have one extra pumpkin pie just in case they show up. Do you have oh, any suspects smart. on that's this uh, front? Or, uh... Well, I'll evaluate this year. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we do some more investigation. We can probably track that down. Right. And I was going to say my second favorite thing to the meal is the leftovers. I hate to oh. admit it, but man, the next day, you know, and you can put it in the microwave, but... Uh, Again, I think it's all about, again, moderation and being smart and mixing in some of these healthy food choices. Going a little heavier on that, maybe on the cauliflower. Yep. (laughs) Hope people try that out, though. That was an eye-opener for us when we were low-carving it at one time. And uh, some of the major restaurant chains used to offer it as well. It's really good. I like cauliflower rice as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. instead of... Um, regular rice. Well, you've given us a lot of good tips. You're such a great resource to have here at Decal. How can people find you at Decal so you can help them through the holidays and through the beginning of 2020? Yeah, so you can, I mean, anybody is always welcome to stop by my cube on the eighth floor. Um, but you can also email me at diana.myers at decal.ga.gov. <laughs> I thought you had a new place, (laughs) new site. All right. But I'm always available for conversation because I love to talk about this stuff. Thank you. Great Great. addition to our nutrition team. Absolutely. And we're happy to have Diana. All right. Well, everybody, we hope you had a, uh, we hope you have a great Thanksgiving and uh, happy holidays as we prepare for everything coming up in uh, December. 
And of course, all those New Year's resolutions, we're hoping 2020 is your bomb year, your <laughs> best year yet. So Diana, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Now your questions from the water cooler. Greetings, Commissioner. My name is Leticia Harris. I work in the Quip Division. My question for you today is, how are we doing on the CAPS and Quality Rated 2020 deadline? We are making a great progress on that deadline, and uh, we monitor those numbers every month, and the slope continues to increase. So right now, about 54% of programs that receive CAPS are quality rated, so they have that one, two, or three star. And 67% of children who are receiving CAPS are enrolled in a quality rated provider. So uh, well on our way, and again, like I said, we watch those numbers every month, and they're continuing to increase. So we are very optimistic that we will meet that deadline. And a big push in the coming year as we try to alert both providers and parents about this deadline and the importance of it. Absolutely. Lots of information has just come out for both parents and providers, so there should be no surprises, and we've tried to make some changes here and there to make the process as easy as possible as well. Keep watching the website and our social media. Right. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Now it's your chance to win a nice prize in our decal download quiz. We're drawing one name from all the correct answers received. You email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. And the question, name one of Diana's four P's of mindful eating. Name one of Diana's four P's of mindful eating. You can rewind if you'd like, and that's not cheating. You'll be listening again. We'd appreciate it. Thanks for playing, and good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.